At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure, to start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to another Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. I am Shane Bacon. And Max, I realize I always say, and I'm always joined by Max Homa, but y- you know, you, you missed one. So, I did. I mean, we had Joel, don't call me Dom and Damon on, and uh, he did a great job filling in for you. So do I, do I need to, do I need to say almost always here or like a 99 percenter here, Max Homa? How, how should I approach this now? Does his best to be here. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's great. It is uh, it is Tuesday evening of Thanksgiving week. This shouldn't be a real long episode. I'm saying that now before we record, so good luck with that. Don't have a whole bunch of golf stuff to touch on. Uh, we have a lot of flights. I have some trivia for Max that I'm going to throw at him. Max, how is, first question of the podcast, how is it being 30? It hurts more, both figuratively and literally. <laughs> Just it's a easier older. to remember my age, though, because it is a bigger, like a big whole number. You know, this is a big year. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a little more depressing of a birthday. You 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 don't feel old at all in your twenties, and you definitely begin the the descent. Once you start touching 30, obviously then 40, 50, it's, this is when I think it's going to start to go very, very fast. Um, but now that I am 30, maybe this is why I'm like coming up with things. My brain is, is, uh, Firing. more, more developed. Yeah. Now, um, we were just talking about segments and we had nothing <laughs> to talk about. I do have one thing that we should talk about that I didn't mention. Uh, the match part three, I want to talk about it. Barkley, Ma- Peyton Manning. Uh, Steph Curry, Phil Mickelson, one really, really good golfer, <laughs> three, two, not bad golfers. And one quite simply the worst golfer. Um, I don't get this one. I, I'm not, not going to lie, Shane. I don't get it. 
Um, I don't, I've, I've done a little research. I've listened to Steph Curry, uh, doing actually a tremendous swing roast, um, on, uh, on Instagram for, I think Bleacher Report, uh, him and Phil. Did he give you love? Did he give you any love? No, no? but he, he dominated. He, he was wow. great. Uh, Peyton Manning, everyone's done the Charles Barkley impersonation. I don't get these four guys. If you add in Phil, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I, I don't know what you've, how you've looked into this, but, uh, I want to know your thoughts on this installment of the match, or am I just being picky because Tiger's not there? <laughs> it is. I, I will say it does feel wider without Tiger. I mean, it. I didn't realize it was this week. I didn't. I don't even. I mean, is it on Friday? Is that the day? I want to say it's the twenty seventh. So yeah, Friday. Yeah. So Friday, and and you already have mentioned uh, who's playing, and I was trying to find odds online because I have the most shocking part of this has been the odds. I mean, you and I, we're not a gambling podcast, mind you. We talk occasionally about things, sports things, and this would be a sports thing. But Curry and Manning, on, on I'm looking online right now, Curry and Manning are minus 155 against Phil and Barkley. Now, I know, as you mentioned, Phil and Barkley have easily the worst golfer of the four, but they also have easily the best golfer of the four by a long shot. So I was a little surprised by the number. That's That's what I'll say. They are playing alternate shot at some point. I know it's modified, but that means Barkley does have to hit a shot that matters at some point. And this feels to me like the McGregor Mayweather like boxing match where like you just I just I would never bet on Phil and Barkley for that matter. Like you just have to take the other side. I don't know if if I'm being naive. Um but it that as far as odds go, that that line can't <laughs> It can't be high enough for me uh, to if, if I were to do it, which I won't, because also I'm too dumb to ever be right. So the fact that I think something <laughs> is crazy means that it's probably exactly spot on. But uh, I just don't. We 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 had a uh, they had the bet at the match too, where Barkley just had to make like a double to make money, and it's like this is this this guy has to play alternate shot. I don't know how this is going to work. Max, you and I can speak on one thing that I think is a glaring point of contention here in terms of the odds and the teams. They're playing desert golf. You and yeah. I live in Arizona. You play most of your golf at two great, fantastic desert golf courses. You're a professional golfer. Do you occasionally hit it in the desert, Max? You do, and 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 then it's a reload, and it's a re. Or if you're Barkley, you're going to hit it in there all the time. Barkley might not be able to cover like. The, you know, from the tee to the fairway, they sometimes put a little, you know, a little desert in there. He might not be able to cover that at times. So I, I don't get it. I will say the most excited I am if, if I do uh, happen to watch it, I would be excited to see Phil, who's the, you know, artist of our sport and, and of our generation, hit. I want to see him hit some of these shots he's going to have. Like you know, Dubois from Barkley. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see him not move some, some cables. I want to see him hit it out of a, at, literally out of <laughs> a like desert bush. Like I want to see these things. Cause this is what Phil's famous for and what we love him for. So I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that Shane, speaking of desert golf, you played a little desert golf today and you have a pretty crazy and semi-depressing story. Yeah, golly, I have, I have such a hard time battling this and, I, and I'll bring it <laughs> Process up I, it. <laughs> before, before we really quick, before we get to it, I, I did just notice this. So, you know, we all love Max Homa. I'm assuming you love Max. If you listen to this podcast, we love Max as a golfer, but you know, this year we've really got a chance to love him as a media guy. Max, you have, have you made a makeshift podcasting studio in your closet just for this episode 
I was hoping uh, this wasn't going to be brought up. <laughs> I am in. I am in my closet. No, this um, this is a big move. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's this is not permanent, but my office has been overrun. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week. Um, I am. I am not pleased to be in here, but I moved my. I moved my. Uh, X chair, whatever it's called. Uh, I got I got extension cords oh, nice. in here, so I don't uh, I don't run out of battery. Hopefully, um, and yeah, uh, this sounded this felt like the best audio. Uh, Sounds my wife's sound ordering dinner, great. so I didn't want the doorbell to ring. So you know, this is big media move on the fly, <laughs> doing what we can. I'm really impressed. So uh, I today I played golf with, with G. A. Lee, who's one of my favorite people in all of golf. Worked at Top Golf forever. Played professional golf back when I was caddying, one of the nicest humans you'll meet. Her husband, Akshay, shocking enough, also awesome, also great, um, way more successful, way smarter than you and I, uh, better looking, I mean, all of those things. And uh, just took up golf a couple years ago, he said. He's right about two years into it. Today, playing TPC champions. So, of course, the TPC Scott still has two golf courses. And uh, we played Champions, which they they renovated about a decade ago, and it's a great golf course. If you ever are here looking for a value course, I would suggest. I haven't played it in forever. I was impressed. Third hole, we played, started on the back. Uh, third or fourth hole, we played, I believe. Uh, one hopped it in for an ace. Uh, did. So, um, you know, I get tagged in things about why, Shane? all the time. You why, know, I get why tagged is that, in it. Shipnuck and I are tagged in every single Two aces in one round story. My buddy Michael Dupuis a couple of months ago makes an ace at Cypress Point and then lips out for an ace at 16 in the same round. Like these things happen around me a lot. Don't always happen in my group. And the thing I struggle with is I want to be so happy for the guy and I am so happy for him. But there is a small percentage of jealousy and I did <laughs> feel yeah. it today. You know, like they're taking pictures and they're posing and I'm like, you know, I hit a good shot to like eight feet, you know? And I mean, it just doesn't, I don't even hit the putt. Why does it even matter? Right. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say this in the spirit of positivity, when you do make your hole in one, your first hole in one, all the buildup and, and the weight for it will be, it'll make it much sweeter. And honestly, also, this is fun for all of us to poke fun at you and Shipnuck when <laughs> you know, know we hear about a crazy hole in one story such as this. And that's kind of why I I I'm I shoulder the I shoulder this burden that I live with and my dad lives with and my uncle lives with the bacon curse of not making an ace. I sent them a text today on about the 15th hole, so a couple holes after, and said, Hey, a guy I'm playing with that's been playing golf for two years just made his first hole in one. So I just wanted to let you guys know. And I got some text I won't uh, I won't recount from family members. Did have a great round of golf last week that you were supposed to play in, but you had some work stuff come up so you couldn't. And I was playing with one of your best friends and your caddy, and I was trying so hard to make an ace. And I, I hit a good shot on 15, 15 at, yeah. at, at, at Phoenix, but uh, didn't go in uh, for the one. But I really wanted to make it when you weren't there just to make you feel even worse about having to miss golf. That would have been that would have made the moment better. That would have been devastating, although, Shane, you maybe you're coming out and saying that you hate charity because I did make the deal with you that oh, if you ever a made a hole-in-one, I would donate to your hole-in-one pot, but if I was in the group, I would double the donation. Mm. So that would have been a little devastating for the charity game. You know what? As, as I say a lot, you always, you always seem to kind of bring back a better point, and there it is. <laughs> hey, uh, I, have a, I, have some tri I have a trivia question for you. Can I ask you a trivia I question? Was, yeah, I'm nervous, but is, hit me. How's your, now, how, how would you say on a scale from 1 to 10, how's your brain currently right now? Like, where are we at? It's, you know, 
It's You're I would say now. it's a it's a six point nine out of ten. I would say six point nine out of ten. Nice, Wait, can nice. I tell a funny trivia story one? For sure, really quick? of course. All right, so I'm no good at Jeopardy. We we watch it on the road and we do our best to get what we can right, but like it just doesn't happen very often. It has to be a sports sports segment, and if it is a little sports section, it's so funny how much smarter I feel than these obviously brilliant people because they get stumped on like the easiest, but then the dumbest when you think about it, like knowledge that I have about things that you have about things. Um, but one day uh, on my bachelor party you know, a year and a half ago, um, you know, we were, we were drinking some beverages and one of my friends was, um, overserved, self overserved. And, uh, I'm like, I like, sneaking around say, the house. I like that you say one of your friends was overserved. One was like passed out on the couch. Like we're <laughs> okay. tiptoeing around him and uh, jeopardy's on, I can hear it. And I'm walking by him. I'm trying not to wake him up because, uh, full disclosure, we were trying to sneak out without him because we were worried he would be a liability. Uh, didn't work first, first of all, did not work, but I'm walking by the couch and I'm kind of like leaving the room and the question, you know, I didn't listen to the question, but I just hear my buddy pass out on the couch, just mumble Cleopatra. And like, I die laughing in my head because he's answering a question that I'm sure he didn't even hear. And it's like, a, you know, maybe two more steps. The guy on the TV goes Cleopatra. And they're like, that's right. And I said, come on, like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, what are the possible chances that like his, his subconscious heard this question and just like he he in his drunken stupor still felt the need to say it out loud to no one in the room so i'm not i'm not even as smart as my drunkest friend um even on my best day i i texted you when i threw this at you to make sure you're okay with doing a little golf trivia i said i think you'll get at least 70 percent. that's my number i'm going to put at as the barometer that's and a I c minus I'm, I'm cool with that i believe in you it's it's a passing grade and i, and I have complete confidence and i do think that you'll probably do better at this than I than, than maybe some might think. So I played golf over the weekend with a Arizona legend of of amateur golf runner. His name's Ken Kalaney. And he won, I think he won the, the Arizona amateur five times in 10 years and made the finals eight of the 10 years, which is, you know, pretty wild considering how good the golf is in this state, uh, even on an amateur level. And uh, he was my, my teammate at an event. He asked me this question and I figured, why not turn it on Max? It's a great question. And it also goes back to something we've brought up on this podcast before, just about three weeks ago. There are 11 major championship male winners with the letter Z somewhere in their first or last oh, name. Oh, God. Z. Now, we all know that there's two letters of Masters champions that have not won, X and Q. Still waiting on it, and it's going to happen. I, I have a great feeling, but there have been 11 major winners with the letter Z in their name, and I'm going to I'm going to allow you to start, and we'll go from there. And I've got I wrote down some some facts, I wrote down some information on some of these, and I've even got some stuff I can throw your way if we get a little stumped. Does Fuzzy Zeller count as three of the 11? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So what is the game? Is it categories where if you do double letters, you you win it? I think, and I, 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 I was meaning to look at this, and I mean, it wouldn't take me too long to do it. I believe he's the only one on the list that has first and last. And uh, as I go through, I think that's correct. But you are correct. One for one, Fuzzy Zeller is correct. 1979 Masters champion, who I feel like now has turned into a trivia answer. You know, I mean, the, the thing last time a winner of the Masters was a first-time winner, I feel like comes up way more than just the fact that he won the Masters. So uh, you're one. You've got one. Fuzzy Zeller off the board. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson is two. Or we've got two. I mean, you know, he uh, he's won two majors. He won the Masters and won uh, an Open Championship at St Andrews. Do you know how many people have done that? And this isn't part of the trivia question. I'm just asking if you know. Three, six. Sneed, oh, wow. Nicholas, Seve, Faldo, Tiger, and Zach Johnson. Hoping you were going to add a name in there that had a Z in it so I could get a freebie. Hey, if you want, do you want a little, can I give you nope. just a, no I, I, got, yeah, I okay. got, I got a couple more that I can Let's do. Let's go. Gene Sarazen. That's correct. Jose Maria Olathabal. Nice. Doesn't sound like a Z, but it's in there. You look it up. Um, now you can do whatever you're going to do because I'm a little stubbed. That's okay. You got Sarazen in there. You know, one seven majors, one of the five guys with a career grand slam off the board. Jose Maria, you mentioned, 94 and 99 Masters champion. I did pull this piece of trivia out since we Oh, are... I got another one. Larry Mize. Okay, but you're, you're, you're stepping all over all Sorry, my amazing Sorry, before I facts. forget him, I got to do it. Go, go, That's go, fine. Go. You got Larry Mize down. Okay, this is crazy. I was, I was looking online today just to have some stuff to help you out if you got stumped or to punch up some of the trivia answers that you present perfectly like you've done so far with, with uh, five names. Jose Maria, and I need to get Justin Ray on this. Jose Maria has lost two playoffs on the PJ Tour. He's 0-2. He's played in two. He's lost two. He lost one to Phil Mickelson and the other to Tiger Woods. He's no got to be the only guy to do that. 
Oh, that's that's something to hang your hat on at the very least. Yeah, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods are the two players that have beat Jose Maria in playoffs. So you've got Larry Mize, you've got Jose Maria, you've got Gene Sarazen, you've got Zach Johnson, Fuzzy Zeller. While we're talking and while you're thinking of Larry Mize, you know he won the 1987 Masters. Can I read to you the leaderboard going into the final day of the 87 Masters? Please do. Tied for first. Can you name Bam- some names with Z's? <laughs> uh, there's, you know what? I don't think anybody on this list is a part of this except for the winner that you've already mentioned. But we'll see. Uh, ben Crenshaw and Roger Maltby tied for the lead through 54 holes of the 87 Masters. Maltby's a guy going back to like remembering Fuzzy Zeller. Like I only know Maltby as the announcer. A, an announcer, but he is a tremendous player. Yeah, I mean, like I worked with Ken Brown, you know, for a long time at Fox. He'd do those fantastic brownie points. And, you know, Ken Brown played on, a, I think he played on one or two Ryder Cups. You forget sometimes that these guys were as good as they were at golf. Faldo is a perfect example. I feel like Faldo gets a little lost in his broadcasting career and you forget how many majors he won and how impactful he was on, on that land. Uh, Bernard Longer tied for third with Greg Norman. Seve, T.C. Chen, Larry Mize, Curtis Strange, Mark McCumber and Lanny Watkins in the top 10 going in the final round. And Larry Mize won that. That was, I feel like that's a pretty heavy hitter leaderboard for 87, considering those names. That was the Ryder Cup who's who. That was yeah. a good, that was a good, good leaderboard. Um, so um, you're at five right now. Oh God. I'm not okay, even close. So, so now, now you said Zach Johnson. I'm gonna give you a little hint here. You said Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson won his second major title and a playoff over one of these guys. That's on the list. Oh, thank you. Louis Oosthuizen. Nice job. Nice. All right. Thank you. 2010 open champ. Uh, He won by seven, by the way, at St. Andrews, seven shots. Yeah. He looked, he looked like, I mean, there's a lot of people who say that that know him much better than I, or I guess even some of the other players that if he didn't love farming so much, like he'd be the best player in the world because he, that year at the, uh, at St. Andrews, he made it look so easy. Like it just, was a no doubt, like, why have you not done this 10 times already? Um, I've gotten to play with him a lot this year, and he makes the game of golf seem way too simple. Uh, and I think I do the exact opposite. So it's fun <laughs> to see the other side of the aisle. Um, all right. I have, a, I have a question for a hint, but I'm going to try to make it so I don't get too much of it. Gotcha. Are there any, how many more of, the, I, I'm going to guess there's no more of the first names have a Z in it. Am I right or wrong um, there? I'm looking and you are Because I don't think there's any more Zachs. You're you're <laughs> you're correct. No, okay. All no right. So Zach. I'm just on the last name. Um I I have a I have a hint here that I think you'll get. So we just got off of Louie, right? Just kind of think of who you would expect Louie to be paired with in a president's cup. So it's a South African. Man, they do have a lot of Z's because Christian Bazudenhout or however you say Not that, a major winner, Z. though. No, but but I'm, I'm getting there. Gary Player does not have an E. Uh, maybe, may or may not have won a green jacket thanks to a legend oh. falling apart in the final round. Oh, wait. No, I'm off. Uh, think about Charles the- Schwartzel. Nice job. There we are. Schwartzel off the board. Winner. Who, in wait, who collapsed? In- oh, Ro- that was, was that the Rory. Rory, year? Rory had oh, the big week. So, so Schwartzel, 11 Masters champ. Birdie, this final four holes. Everybody knows that at this point. First person to ever do that uh, to win the Masters. He chipped in on the first hole for a birdie. And I'm telling you, that chip you is that sick. Shot? That chip is sick. One of the more insane hole outs in the history of the Masters, I'd say. The one that he made there. Then he holed out for eagle on three. Oh, no way. Yes, I forgot that. I was looking through this. 
two hole outs and birdies his last four holes. So thanks a lot. It's really easy to win a major. All right. Um, I mean, I feel like you're doing great. I feel like you're right. You're on the precipice of the number that I liked. I'm going to give you a hint. I worked with this guy for a while at Fox Sports doing golf. Okay. 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 Um, at Fox Sports, was he like, so he wasn't on the U.S. Open broadcast? That, that was a part of the Fox Sports broadcast. And oh. I'm going to give you hints. It wasn't Shane Bacon. It wasn't Joe Buck. Neither have Z. Oh, thank you. Uh, Brad Fagson. Close. <laughs> didn't win a major. Came really close a couple times. Didn't win a major. But there is someone in there. I know it's there for you. Has a, has a booth job currently, and he's really, really good in the seat. And he's been in it for about two years. No. Oh, uh, uh, Azinger. Nice job. Thank Paul you. Azinger checked off the Speaking board. Speaking of this uh, trivia, there is another trivia. I don't know the exact numbers, but if you guys want to play this game with your friends, there's, um, I think, somewhere between like six and eight players in the history of men's professional golf to win a major that ha- that the first, that their initials of, you know, the first initial of their first name, first initial of their last name, uh, are the same. Um, this is a good one. I'll give the one that's the easiest, or as an example, Ernie L. So if you guys ever want to play that game, it's fun. There's a couple that are sneaky. Can you hold that? Keep that in the holster. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe you can right, I'll do it back day. at you. Yeah. yeah. Do Don't that, you do be tribute. cheating and looking them up. We've got a month. We got a month and a half of no golf really besides your <laughs> event next week. So we got to got got to be compiling this stuff. Uh, you're you've done. I, I'm I'm saying you've got right around the number. One of them you're not going to get. So that's yeah, give okay. me the one I'm not going to get. Uh, Vic. GC GZ. Yeah, I don't even never heard of him. 1941 PGA Championship back when it was match play. He defeated Byron Nelson in 38 holes. Uh, guess who Vic with two Z's beat in the semifinals? Max Homa back back when I was in my 20s. I would have used this joke where I said you because it was nice. 1941, but you since I'm old, can't <laughs> I can't use that joke anymore. Uh, the other person, so we'd be Byron Nelson and... Really quick, think think of his, think of our podcast history names that we have maybe... Oh, no, the Iceman? Lloyd! Lloyd Mangrum? Lloyd Mangrum. Poor guy, just couldn't get over the hump. So close. Uh, the uh, That was match play. The final eight of the match play... PGA How about majors used to be match play? Like, so that's great. Wild. I, I, I mean, I still think the PJ should be match play, but that's just me. Uh, Vic, Jimmy Hines, Mangrum, Sneed, Nelson, Ben Hogan, Sarazen, and Denny Shoot. I mean, that's a lot of like Z's. Four of the four of the best players, you know, four of the top ten best players of all time were in the final eight of that uh of that nineteen forty one PGA. So you have one. Two. I have like five. We have like no, eight. No, no. You, you have two left that you haven't named. I think okay. you'll get one. I don't know if you'll get the other. I'm going to give you a hint on one. The guy's playing on the Champions Tour currently. Ugh, okay. He won not one, but two U.S. Opens in the 90s. Mm, in the 90s? In the 90s. So I was, okay, I should know this. In the 90s. Real steady was like your... I would say it was kind of like your model U.S. Open winner. Just, you know, hit it oh. solid, hit it straight, didn't bomb it. Really good short game. Oh. And uh, and he's playing on the Champions Tour, and he has the first name, the same first name as a guy that one of our friends, Andy Johnson, loves to talk about an island 
with this guy on it. An older oh, English player. Seem- older English player that played in the Masters this year that's uh, been close in majors but never Lee. won one. Okay, you got it right. So the Lee. last name would be... Come on, man. Get there. Come on, brain. Turn on. You're so close. I mean, if you'd have been I'm 29, really not because you gave me Lee. <laughs> if, you, if, you were tw- if you were 29, you would have nailed this. Lee. Um, do you want it or not? I'll give it to you. Man, no. Give me the first letter. J. Lee Jansen. Gosh, Lee Jansen. yeah, he did. He beat, he beat Payne Stewart at Olympic Club. Yeah, 93 and 98. So get uh, this. Lee Jansen. He won, nah, I should have had that one. He won two U.S. Opens. He has the same amount of top tens in the other three majors combined as he does wins in U.S. Opens. He was kind of one of those guys that got hot two weeks, and those two weeks happened to be majors. So, winners winners uh, win, that's, yeah. That's great. Uh, last guy, I, now you'll get it when I give you this hint. I'm going to give you this hint, and I believe you'll get it. This guy was famous for maybe the biggest rules blunder in the history of major championship golf. Oh, yeah, I caddied for him actually once. Uh K- K- I forget how to say his name. Because uh, um, you're close, Roberto Davidenzo. Roberto Davidenzo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caddied for him once in uh, in high school. Really? Yeah. And uh, we used to get the uh, the Champion Store came to Valencia uh, Valencia Country Club, and on Wednesday in the pro am, they'd have the high school kids caddy for in the group, and we get to caddy for one of the uh, Champion Store players. And I, he was the first year I had him, and he was awesome. A uh, really good player did not bring up the rules blunder. Um, I did not ask him if I should keep score for him. I'll take the scorecard and the pencil, leave it to me. But um, no, he was awesome, dude. Uh, speaking of Z's, uh, you you forgot one major champion uh, winner with a Z. Sizzler, just a oh, major oh no. champion. I mean, I I would agree. Two Z's, right? I mean, that's, that's the killer. You know, <laughs> I got tagged in something about Sizzler just shutting down everywhere. I mean, we know the the story of them going bankrupt. And then I went to their Instagram. The Sizzler has an Instagram, in case you're wondering, mm-hmm. and uh, has a huge sign. the The latest post were open, so uh, you know, maybe those get. It was a still publicity work. play. It's a flex, smart alpha move. Hey, we're talking about it. They're not paying us anything. Shane, that was great trivia. That is hard. It's, it is hard. It's a great trivia question. Throw that at your friends. I did want to just say, since I did the research, Dave Vincenzo, the player you caddied for. Okay, so if you don't know the backstory, he, signed an incre- he won the 1967 Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. He beat Jack Nicklaus by two. So it was the 68 Masters. So the next year, if he, makes, if he signs the correct scorecard, he would have just gone into a playoff with Bob Golby at the time it was an 18 hole playoff. So it wasn't like he signed an incorrect scorecard and didn't win the masters. He just wasn't allowed in the playoff because he signed it for a higher score, but get this dude. He shot 65 in the final round. Oh, 65. Guess what? He eagled the first hole just like Schwartzel did. Wait, wait, Schwartzel didn't eagle the first hole or sorry. He, sorry. Schwartzel chipped in at one. He you got excited though. So he eagled the first <laughs> hole. He birdied two and three, turns in 31, birdies 12, 15, 17, makes bogey on 18. So if he makes par on 18 and signs correctly for the three, not four, he wins outright. But of course, he was paired with Tommy Aaron. Tommy Aaron rode down four and he made three on 17. Uh, so at least he didn't get DQ'd though. Yeah, and, and the quote after, I found this quote. It was an, it, I looked up an old story on Augusta, like the Augusta Chronicle story. But he said, uh, let's see where it's at. Where did I put it? He's Tommy Aaron, the guy that, that wrote down the wrong score and then, you know, basically cost the guy a chance at a Masters, if you will, said it's a shame he should have checked his scorecard. Damn. Jeez, <laughs> like, man. I love it. I love that. 
I harsh. love that. I mean, it's harsh, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he should have checked better. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Have you ever had anything like that? Have you ever had a, like a hit a wrong ball or signed something wrong, anything like that that you that was like one of the the terrible golf rules that ruin your week or tournament? I had in, in like early, early in junior golf, I hit the wrong ball once, and I remember like a year later on the same course, I caddied for my buddy. Uh, it was at Griffith Park Golf Course, and um, I caddied for my buddy, and he went to hit the ball, and I had this feeling, and I backed him off, and I said, "Check that ball." And it wasn't his. And no it, way. I felt like I exercised all of the demons and like it just went away. Like, so I don't even, I felt like, I felt like it all, all evened itself out. I've never done the, uh, sign for a wrong scorecard thing. Uh, knock on wood. I, I check like a thousand times. I'm very nervous to screw it up <laughs> to me. And I don't want to be that guy that ends up doing this. So you can save this soundbite, I guess, if it does happen. But I just don't get, if you're paying half attention, how it happens. Right. We have like four people check. Like you can have your caddy check if you feel uncomfortable. They read back the scores to you. Like it, they do their best not to. But I, I want to add that the proof that we have the dumbest sport on the planet <laughs> is is this uh, DiVincenzo story. Like he beat you. He literally beat you. 
and yet somehow, or he at least got into a playoff and somehow he's not allowed in the playoff just because his playing partner wrote a score down and he didn't check it well enough. Like what a cool sport, man. Like, <laughs> like in basketball, imagine if that happened. Imagine if like you, your team had to keep score. It's like, it's the joke about taxes that I love every tax season. Someone brings up this joke and it basically says, you know, the government basically tells you to essentially guess on how much money you owe. And if you're wrong, you go to jail. <laughs> That's what it feels like in golf. It's like, yeah, like make sure your score's right. We don't really, you know, you're not going to check too hard. Oh, you're wrong. Okay. You DQ'd no money. You're out. You're, you're like, oh, this is what no a chance. sick game. So I, I, now the only part of that I'll disagree with is in 1968, maybe that was the best way to keep your score was, I mean, I'm, I'm granted, there were other ways, but I'm just trying to think of how that works. Nowadays, it is quite ridiculous that, it, that, that, that that is an issue. I mean, you have – how many people do you have walking with you? Uh, if you have no fans and nobody watching, but it's – you know, there's no protocol or anything, how many people are there with you guys in a threesome on a Thursday? Yeah, so obviously you have the players, but then you have a walking score. You typically would have a standard bear. You have the shot link people. So you have a, a, a handful of people watching you right. play the round of golf. So it's like, well, and then once you're done, you go into the scoring tent, the walking scores in there with you. He has sent in all the scores. He'll be there to clarify. But you also have, I keep my car, my score on, on the car that I'm keeping. I, I then take that uh, perforated edge off. Nice. Match it. Thank you. Match it to the card that's given to me by whoever. I check them. And then after I check the scores to see if the actual numbers are the same, I go back through my round in my head and make sure that it makes sense. Okay. And then, and then I, <laughs> I have the, I hand that card to the scorer who's like the official PJ tour score. He cross checks it with what he had from the shotling guys or, or our walking score. And then he says, okay, they match. And every time I say, do they match? Even after he says it, it's like kind of my joke now. And he goes, they match. And then I leave. And some people have him read them back off to him just to make sure that he didn't screw it up. I mean, like, it. this is like, it takes some effort to screw it up. So the only way I could screw it up is if I walk in and I know I just missed the cut by one, which I know never happens, but let's just say it did. And I walked <laughs> in and I chucked in my card and then walked out. Because the moment you leave the scoring area, the number's live. Like, you can't go back in. Um, so that's how I could see it happening. It's like a chuck. And a leave, you're mad, and maybe your 74 is a 75, and you sign for the wrong card. But I'm telling you, also, and, and, and beyond that point, back to like our dumb sport thing, why does that matter if everyone else had the score right and we screwed it up via pencil? Right. Well, like I keep thinking about this now. Like, let's just say you shoot 65 on Sunday at the Masters to tie Dustin Johnson. Everybody in the world, would know what you shot and believe what was upcoming, a playoff between Max Home and Dustin Johnson. Don't get them mixed up. They look similar. But the only place where there could be an issue is your handwritten score. Card. Yeah. Like everybody else is like preparing for a playoff. Hey, they, like they they train us to one shot at a time. We praise like, you know, Jim Furyk for you know, and Yanni Seng said it too, that like they really did have a hard time or do have a hard time knowing what they're at while they play because they're so invested in what they're doing. Yet we still have to like add up the scores <laughs> at the end. It just is so, it's so ridiculous to me, but it's also ridiculous to me to mess it up in, in my opinion. Like it just, it's not that hard to, you know, remember four or five. I know there are times when it gets a little crazy, but you know, 
it, that we've been doing it since we were kids. Like I've been doing this since I was a kid. You've been doing this since we were a kid. Like anytime you actually played a real round of golf, you kept score or you kept score for somebody else. And then you traded them back. It, it doesn't seem that difficult to me, but at the same time, it, it seems like the most ridiculous way to lose a golf tournament like ever. Do you add up the scores? Like, do you go four, three, five, six and add them up in no. your head that way? Or do you do it to par? Yeah, I do it to par because it's okay. a little easier. You can even just do it to f- the f- number four because 36 is nine fours. So you can just go under over four. And if you're one over f- all the fours, you know, that that's 37. So you could do it like that too, but I don't, I can't, I'm not doing actual math. I, that's, that, I, I'm that. Did that not make yet. any sense? Well, if, I mean, you, not- if you, if you just go off. So let's just say I went uh three, four, five, four, three, five, you know, like it would all close, be fours, but not all right. fours. If, if the first hole I made a three, I'm one under. And even if the par's not 36, let's say right. that was a par three. And the second hole is a five. I'm back to even because after nine holes, that's 36. If you made nine fours. So you can just go off of the fours and fives and not have to actually add up the score. I'm surprised there's not a sponsor in the in that the camera that's in the scoring tent. Like, how is there not like tax something, tax layer? So I always something? thought about this with football. The coaches already always put their thing up over their mouth Why so is you that can't not see sponsored? it. Which is funny nowadays because they still do it even though they have a freaking mask on. But um, yeah, <laughs> why is why point. is why doesn't it say like you know foot joy? You know, on the front, like, why isn't anybody buying that space? We see it a hundred times a day. Um, before I have two, th- I have two things I'm going to bring up. We have a lot of, fl- I have a lot of flights. I don't know about you. Um, I did have a question and I apologize to the listener that asked this. It was on my notes from a couple of episodes, episodes ago, and I don't believe I asked it to you, but it was, it said, I have a very important question for the both of you. And it's a lot, it's a long time golf conundrum putter with the woods or the wedges. What are you Max? <laughs> that's a really good question. I am uh, with the woods, but there have been times where I've put them with the wedges. Like maybe it mix, like it's in mix it up a little bit. And, you know, maybe it, maybe it was sick if it's company. Maybe, okay. it wanted, maybe it wanted to be near to the clubs that hit it similar distance than, or, or closer to its distance. Uh, maybe, maybe the driver was getting a little braggadocious and it was getting old <laughs> and that's why the putter wasn't performing. What do you, what do you, what do you go with? So, so you, there, there is, you know, the, the staff bag makes it way easier to put all the clubs in there. When you're in a stand bag, I feel like you do need to think a little bit more on it. I always have put it with the wedges. I, I just, I feel like to your, what you said earlier, I feel like it's kind of its company. You know, yeah, the wedges are the clubs you yeah. get around the greens and they're normally the care, the, the clubs you carry from a cart to the green, you know, a wedge and a putter or whatever. I just feel like they're friends. I want the friends to be together. Shout out to my old teammate, Jeff Ham. Um, Jeff used to just put every club anywhere he wanted and nothing oh infuriated gosh. our entire team more. Like just like, no. yeah, like it's, or it's, or it was chaos. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I all. hated it. I oh. hated it. I still hate it. Jeff, if you're somehow listening, I, I hated that. Yeah, and you knew it, it though, because I told I you I hated it. I don't know Jeff, and I hate it. So <laughs> yeah. Jeff, also I hate it as well. He also didn't clean them very often, so it was kind of <laughs> like a. I, I don't think he he treated like the bag the same way the rest of us treated our bag. <laughs> My uncle, who I love and listens to this podcast, and just bought like four hundred dollars worth of Get a Grip merch. By the way, <laughs> ImperialSports.com make a great holiday gift for yourself for your loved one, even for a stranger. Buy My sister hat. got some for her birthday. Oh, nice. Thanks so much for the purchase. So uh, imperialsports.com, just scroll down. You'll see the little box there for Get a Grip merch. And uh, we appreciate the the you buying anything you buy. My uncle, when he loads his golf bag on the cart, Max, 
he does legs out. Yeah, that's psychotic. Like the ping, he has a ping hoofer, and the ping legs are out. That's insane. So then you can't get into any of the pockets. No. That's what I don't get. There's a lot of tour pros that, like, when you get out of the cart, like, you know, the, the cart guys will be like, oh, you want belly in or belly out? And I'm like, well, why would you ever want belly out? Because my pockets, most people's front big pocket is used for, like, clothes, not right. like their tees and balls. Like, rain, like the so rain like, fit, the rain, yeah. whatever. Yeah, cover. yeah, rain gear, so, or rain cover. So I'll, I obviously am belly in so I can get my stuff. But may, maybe it's so that people say, like, oh, there's, you know, professional Max golfer, Max you Home. know, with a Z. And Zach Johnson. Um, Zach Johnson. So I don't know if that's a thing, but I I hate when my bag is backwards because it's like the least functional thing. But at least with the staff bag, there is some form of like it looks good, it looks cleaner. But if you have just the legs, it looks it's ridiculous. So it's, 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 I don't. I've never understood it. it Change me. that, Uncle. Uh, you know what? I, I, he's set in his ways. I don't want to. I don't want to throw anything at him. Hopefully, when he listens to this, maybe maybe he'll have maybe he'll have a come to Jesus moment. We'll see. I mentioned the merch. They we stick going, to sports, Shane. I know. I'm sorry. We are going to do an episode. Max, you're playing next week, correct? Yeah. Last event of the year, right? Yeah. Get a whole three or four weeks off after. I can't yeah. wait. I might I might trek around the world. <laughs> There's talks of hiking K2. We'll see if he does it or not. But uh, we're going to do in December, we're going to do two episodes. The first one, well, I mean, we're going to do more than two episodes, but we're going to do two big episodes. One of them is going to be questions from junior golfers so any junior golfer out there parent of a junior golfer a coach of juniors send any questions a junior golfer might have our way at get a grip pod at gmail.com we already have a lot of questions we're going to pick out some of the best ones max and i are going to dive in we have two i would say not similar but we have two junior golf journeys i mean we played competitive junior golf you obviously played collegiate golf and then went on to play professional i tried to play mini tour golf and failed at it so i feel like we are you know pretty good people to talk about this world and hopefully give some somewhat decent advice we'll see a couple 30 year olds you know talking about life when we were juniors so send those our way and we will get to them in a couple of weeks also max i have got a ton of positive just responses about the steak walks i think i might yeah. have to go on one soon starting to turn we're starting to see as michael said it's such a bad idea it's good you know, I are think you we've down there. to go on one? Even if you don't have a child, would you bring Scotty? I'll bring Scott, Scotty. She, the issue is she will try to eat the steak. <laughs> she'll be, she'll be the happiest one there. <laughs> that is the problem with the dog is the, kids yeah, she's going to be walking backwards, looking at me while I carry my steak. Uh, so we might have, we might do a little steak walk here in a bit. And if it, if, if we get, if it's successful and the steak tastes great and it's easy to eat, we might even extend it out and try to raise a little money for some sort of a charity with a steak walk. We'll see. We, there's plenty of ideas bouncing around in our, in our, uh, our ever-shrinking brain. So that is uh, an idea for another day. Let's get to flights. Max, I have a lot of good ideas today. Okay. Would you like to hear one? I would like to hear one, yeah. So this is a football rule I would like to see implemented. This is a good idea. If you false start on your own one-yard line or in, you know how people fall starts and the, and the announcers are always like, well, it'll be a couple inches, you know, because it's half the distance to the goal. Yep. If you fall start on your own one yard line or in, it's a single point to the other team. Yay or nay? I'm all in because I, I, I if I was a lineman, I would be quick off the blocks regardless Non-stop. to give myself a chance. But also, I'm a huge fan of the goofy number football scores. Like I love when it's like eight to 11 or when it's, <laughs> 
you know, two to five. Like I love that stuff. So I'm all in to mix up the numbers. So that is my idea. Now, our pal Woody, when I brought this up to him and he unfortunately has to listen to a lot of my, uh, my, he, he, by the way, Woody hears a lot of the ones that don't make the podcast. So imagine how stupid steak locks is. He's heard way dumber than that. <laughs> as I his way. He said, and I, I like this as well. He said, if you fall start on the one, then the, the sticks move five yards away from you. So oh. it's a five yard penalty. And as opposed to you not being able to go back or you'd be in the end zone, make the sticks five yards further. What do you think about that? That is, I mean, as much as I like your idea, that's actually like a, that's a logical idea. good idea. Yeah, yes. that's very, I love that idea. Such a good idea. So anyway, that. Yeah, why that, should you be benefited for the fact that you, you know. Pinned. You, yeah, you already pinned yourself. Now, can we just add, I mean, this is not a good nor bad idea. It's just an observation of like one of the worst rules in football. Why would you fumble out of the end zone? you're going to it's a touchback for the other team it's so never weird. made sense to me because the coolest plays in football generally are when they die for the pylon right and that's when that happens so you're like trying to take away some of the most exciting times of the game and i've never i, w- I would never dive if i was them like it's too risky because Way too you're risky. going from being on the one inch line to oh they have the ball now and they're all the way out on the 20 <laughs> i mean I, I i i totally agree with you i think it's a really silly rule i've never understood it either and and like you say, if you have financial implications on a game or your team's playing well and they're diving for the pylon, you always feel real nervous. Real nervous. You know what? It's it is. There is no penalty as bad as that penalty, right? I have a I have a bad idea. I just thought of. I want basketball teams to have to keep their own score, and if they they have to they have to file it at the end of the game, and if it's wrong, they lose. I I can I one up you on this idea? Yes, I please. think you have. One player from one team, one player for the other, have to keep the other team's score, and then you can yeah. check it after. And you sign it after. I love. So that. wait a minute. Wait and you a think minute, you hit minute. a game winner, but it's actually off, and, and it, <laughs> it, you know, or you sh- you shot a two, you needed a three, uh, and you actually lost by one. That'd be a really cool game. Wait, so you have J.R. Smith for twenty four points. I've got him for twenty five <laughs> points. So yep. let's go back. Let's go back through the numbers. It yep. be a little bit tougher than golf, but I, I I like the idea. Do you have any flights? I do. I have a best shot I saw this week. Uh, Robert Streb, winner, winner. Back Now he's won the same event two times. Two wins on the PJ Tour. His uh, second shot on the second hole of the playoff to beat Kiz almost went in from the left rough. It was tremendous. I really put it in as as the flight, though, because I just wanted to talk about uh, how cool a win it is. Somebody who had limited status. Robert's a great dude. He's just a, he's just a winner. It does seem like when he gets around that lead, he, he seems to take it down. He did it on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour in the playoffs uh, at the Scarlet Course in Ohio State. Um, you know, guy sniffs it and he 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 seems to to get the job done. So I think that's really cool. It's also the beauty of our sport, um, especially when it comes to seems like this time of year mostly, but it happens all year where you get a guy who you know is really really good, and I don't know if they've you know had a slip up physically injury, whatever it may be. But obviously Robert hasn't played up to his potential as of late. And he gets back in, in the hunt and all those instincts and all the natural golf talent that he has comes out. It was fun to watch. Felt bad for kids. He does not the guy I would have ever guessed has this many losses in playoffs, but he's also the guy you expect to be in the mix a lot. So it makes sense that he's had that opportunity, but you know, Kisner seems like one of the more intimidating guys to go head to head with. But playoffs are kind of a crapshoot. And, you know, like I said, that Robert Streb shot he hit 
on that second playoff hole was awesome. It should have gone in, would have been a sweet walk off, but uh, nonetheless, he won. And I just want to give him a shout out because I, I, you know, that was that was that was cool to see. You know, I am a big fan and uh, one of the one of the good guys. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I already mentioned uh, my uh, my best shot I saw. I don't want to bring it up. Yeah, okay. it was a hole in one. In. Hole in from, one was not from. from I have phone, a feel so. good Friday, Shane. Let's go. You were at TPC Scottsdale today. However, you were at the Champions Course across the street yesterday. I was practicing at um, the main range where the tournament is put on the waste management, and I saw some stands going up on sixteen, and. Um, I hope that means we'll have some fans. I know it's not going to be the max capacity, obviously, but I'm hoping that maybe they are optimistic or they seem optimistic about uh, hopefully where the world is at at that point in February and that maybe we can have something like we did in Houston where we have a limited number. Uh, But it was good to see because uh, that's an event I think that I love first off because I can sleep in my own bed with my dog and, you know, (laughs) feel like I'm at obviously at home. Like that's, that's a fun feeling. But second, because the buzz of the crowd, the fans make that tournament so fun. Um, the golf course to me is, is a fun golf course. The way it ends is great, but it's not one that I think would make anyone's favorites list. Um, although it's always in great shape, the, 
the atmosphere of the golf tournament is why everyone loves that event, why it's one of my top four or five favorites every year. So I'm hoping by seeing that, that it means something good is around the corner. You mentioned max capacity. If you had a podcast called max capacity, what do you think you'd be talking about? What do you think the podcasts, uh, what do you think like the description of max capacity, the podcast with Max Homo would be focused on? It would be right now in this climate, it'd be perfect to just talk about all things COVID, uh, <laughs> figuring out how many people you're allowed in each building, yes. whether it's five or six or maybe six, but you have a kid. Um, you know, we'd be discussing all, all of maybe those like dilemmas. the HOV lane, like you H- could talk yeah. a lot about HOV lane. We could talk and- about the five freeway and, uh, and we could just be talking about Los Angeles traffic. Could be called max capacity. Uh, we could talk, be, be talking about the best bars, uh, across the country. <laughs> like to space um, that'd out. That'd be a in. great bar name. Max capacity. That would be a good bar name. Max capacity. You know what? We could be talking about shoes. that are just are just a little too small. Okay. Okay. I like that. Max. Anyway, when you said it, I thought that sounds like a a title of something he could have done. Max Capacity with Max Thoma. I love Um, it. I have a, I have a good idea, but it's kind of a good idea. Shout out. And it's to the U.S. Open social media team, I guess is who I'm shouting out. But uh, they're doing this thing where they've got Matt, the, the golf in your state guy. Uh, who's a great guy doing uh, this tour of these U.S. Open courses with the U.S. Open trophy, and they're posting the pictures on social media. A lot of companies try social media initiatives, I feel like, and some work, most I'd say fail. I just feel like it's a cool idea for 2020. I mean, can't be around anybody, can't really show a lot of things that are happening this year. That's a chance to showcase these U.S. Open courses with the trophy traveling around to some of the most historic places that have hosted the championship. So I just thought it was a good, uh, I thought it was a good social media idea by the U S open crew. Yeah. Always uh, appreciate the new clever ideas, especially we talk about growing the game and I feel like there's a lot of misses in growing the game. Like a lot of the ideas aren't exactly growth for the game. Uh, that is one where you're like, you know what, you know, I, I want to see people who watch golf want to play the courses on that are on TV or they want to have some experience like a major, whether it's going to it, um, obviously watching it would be the easiest way or maybe getting out to that course. So this is one of those ways to get people excited about professional golf or major championship golf or just golf in general. You know, you're going to a place where there's history to it in some fashion. And I think that's always exciting uh, for the fans of, you know, the game of golf. I have a dumb idea. No, these are my favorite. Yeah, it's okay. So you mentioned the the one shot missing the cut earlier and you um, poked fun at yourself. So I just want to, preface this by saying this has nothing to do with anybody involved in said podcast that you're currently listening to i was thinking about this because i came across something on instagram about scripting oh i just thought sorry sorry to cut before i forget because of your your little uh point right there uh max capacity could just be a podcast about missing the cut by one (laughs) (laughs) how long long is every episode gonna be you'd be like Missed it by one. See yeah, you guys you explain how you missed it by one. Go See. through your 36 holes, not 54, not 72. The The tournament weekend was at max capacity. I like that. They had, had right. no more spots. Um, <laughs> Continue my, your uh, dumb idea. So, so I came on, on Instagram. You know, I was like scrolling on one of our work ones or something. And uh, and a scripting post came up from a few days ago. You know, the, every player gets scripted now four days of scripting. I think if you miss the cut, you should have to wear your scripting the next two days anyway, no matter what God. you're doing. Like Salt at the, in the gym, wounds. <laughs> at the gym, flying, traveling home, taking care of the kids, 
whatever the thing you're doing is, you should be forced to wear your scripting clothes because they set them out for you. Yeah, you're not. That's a great, terrible idea. Okay, that's just like the best. (laughs) That's one way to get. That was that's one way to get your your professionals who you sponsor to quit your company. <laughs> <laughs> like that is the easiest, fastest so, way. So Footjoy said I have to wear this stuff on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> I want to wear sweatpants. I think I'm out. <laughs> okay, I mean, I've, I figured it was. I figured it wasn't going to be a yes. It is a great. I, it is a perfect it, dumb idea. It's a, such a stupid idea that it's great. Uh, you have any more flights? Yeah, my last one. This is. I haven't decided if I'm going to rant about it or if I'm just going to say it and let you chime in because it was it's funny and it's also really frustrating and weird so the worst thing i saw this week uh (laughs) saw a guy leave uh the restroom stall not the not the stand-up one guys sit down (laughs) and uh not wash his hands just walk right out my first thought was (sighs) dude like it's there's covid like you got to wash your hands at all times and then i thought Dude, like you should always wash your hands after what you just did. Like right. that's disgusting. So I my rant is about not only that gentleman and other people like that 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 just are blowing past washing their hands for both hygienic reasons, one to save people and one one to not be the not most disgusting person the, yeah, in a building. Yeah, to be the most disgusting person ever. But second, the fact that we live in this damn climate where my first thought wasn't about just the fact that <laughs> it would have been nicer for him to wash his hands. It, like, I thought immediately about the pandemic. It's like, nah, dude, he just took a dookie. Like, let's, let's, let's get, you know, whatever's on your hands off your hands ASAP. So... That was the worst I, thing I saw this week. I wanted, wanted your take on what I should have been the most disgusted by. Well, I mean, what's what's funny is I think my mind went the same place yours went when you were telling <laughs> the story. My first thought was he left the bathroom and didn't wash his hands. That's the, that's one of two things we've been told to do consistently. You have said it on every podcast, wash your hands, and you're not even talking about a bathroom visit. I mean, you're exactly. talking about just in any experience. You and, just uh, wash them. I could say this forever. I mean, you should you should just wash your hands. You know what? There is things I will never understand in this world. One of the things I'll never understand why people make their cars louder than they are. I didn't yeah. understand it when I was young. I, I When I was a teenager and was getting a car, I don't understand it now. It's I don't know why that's something you would want around all the time because you're driving that car. I don't Shane, understand. What are, go ahead. I just I, and I don't ever understand why anybody would choose between wash your hands and not wash your hands. Their choice is not. It takes <laughs> literal. I mean, they ask us to do it 30 seconds, 30 <laughs> seconds. Like when you do a Peloton ride and it's a 30 minute one and the instructor's like, 30 minutes of a 24-hour day, and you think to yourself, that's doable, man. I can get yeah. through this. I'm fine. This is 30 seconds of your yeah. day. And even if – you know what else, too? Even if you're, you know, Johnny No Wash that you saw, could you just fake it for us? Just yeah. turn the water on and walk out? I'm fine with that, too. I mean, I don't want to shake your hand, but at least I don't have to think about it. It's it's gross. Uh, the one other thing I don't understand, especially in, given this climate, is – um. Listen, I'm not making a political statement here. I'm just pointing out the irony of it, please. I don't I'm sticking to sticking to sports, but kind of. Uh, Sp- I don't get sports, I don't get why kinda. people if you have a mask on, if you are a mask wearer, which you should be, but let's just say in general, you just have a mask on. When you go to talk, don't don't drop it below <laughs> your mouth. Like this is the entire part. If all of us could glue our mouths shut, we wouldn't need masks cuz we wouldn't be <laughs> 
producing any. I guess you could sneeze, but like I saw this guy I had to go to the DMV this week get a new license, and I because you're the guy, thirty, they, they yeah, it's actually like it's expired on my birthday, so oh, I had nice. to go get a new one. And the guy I see, you know, is talking to the person like eight, you know, five, ten people left of me, and. <laughs> You could tell it was because he didn't think it would be loud enough, but he kept taking it below his mouth to talk. And I just was like, do you know why there's a plexiglass in front of you? Like, like why there, why everyone in here has a mask on while you actually have a mask on, except when you're talking, it just, the, the idea of it just made no sense that like, <laughs> you're missing the point this much. Like I would rather have him not had a mask on just because I would have been like, all right, you're making you're you're you've decided to make a point and and we can all have to see your point. But now it's just like you're just being you're proving your ignorance, I felt like. <laughs> and I still see I see people take the mask off to sneeze. Now they might still sneeze into their arm, but the whole point of this is to do it into the mask. Yeah, the point of it is to cover up all of the stuff oh, coming out of your nose and mouth. So That's the just, point. So if you're things. gonna sneeze or talk. And you take the mask off. You're you're absolutely doing the opposite of what the mask is intended for it to be doing. I I understand precisely. I have, I have one more flight, and this was the best thing I heard this week, and it was from today. I had a good day today. A lot of flights uh, kind of come my way. Um, I pulled up today this morning. I went to hit some of the new Titleist stuff that you've been raving about, the new Titleist driver and, and new Titleist Woods, and I, I went to go hit with our our buddy Matt Rollins out in uh kind of the northwest part of Phoenix. I pulled up. It's a gated area, gated, you know, for the country club in the community. And I pulled up in the visitor line and the guy comes out and he says, you know, who are you here to see? And I said, I'm, I'm going to see Matt Rollins. And he goes, is he expecting you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And God, you should have said no. Well, and then I drew, and then he let me through. And I was thinking to myself. I got you. I mean, I, I just, I duped you. You know, I mean, I, maybe he's not expecting me. Maybe there's not <laughs> even anybody that lives here named Matt Rollins. But if you're getting paid, going back to a little bit about your mask point, you're, you're the security guard. Security is in your job title. Just, just your trust in me. He just trusted yeah. me. 100% trust on me. A random guy in a Kia, you know? Yeah, that's a, you could, yeah, you could do that for a lot. Like, that would be like pulling someone over and and when they ask you like uh do you know what you did and you say um i don't think i did anything and the guy's like oh hell yeah all right carry on i i was checking cuz cuz it looked like you were going it looked fast. like you were i'm not going to i'm not going to do a lot of research on this but it looked a little <laughs> quick to me do you think you were speeding i don't think i was all right you know what have a great day <laughs> i'm that's that's great i uh i had a i had a cop pull me over i was meeting a a, a young female for a date back in my very early 20s this is when i was actually a young guy and uh, i was taking a left and i took a left and a car passed me it was a it was like it was a light green wasn't an arrow and it was a cop and it was it wasn't close but it was close enough he flips it comes back with his lights on and he he pulls me over and we're talking and i'm i've learned to be really nice to police officers and they pull you over that is just something my dad told me to do and it's something i try to follow be nice, be courteous, be polite. Maybe you'll get a warning. This guy tells or me. After- pull, or pull what my wife's move is and cry a little bit. That seems to work because it doesn't work for me, but it has worked for her. I don't think the sympathy play happens if you're a male. I just it don't definitely think. definitely feels tougher. I don't think you, it might work sometimes, but I just feel like you, 
I feel like the percentages go down on on yeah. the chances of that working. And I, you know what? We, we we could we could try it out. We could do like a test run and just see how many we get out of if we cry. And you know, on demand, by the way, I'm impressed <laughs> yeah. you can do that. But uh, Pulley goes, you know, you're the night you're the nicest. And this is, of course, was like a three minute experience. This would not have been the case if he'd have met me for longer than three minutes. But he goes, you know, you're the nicest guy I've pulled over. And I was like, oh man, thanks. Then he gave me a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That happened again. Shout out to Jeff Hamigan. I don't know. This is a big run for Jeff. Sorry, Stevie F. Baby, you're getting just lost in the dust here. Back but door, Stevie. Jeff, Jeff got pulled over once and uh he told the story. Uh, you know, at the end he goes, I'm you know, I'm really sorry, officer, like trying to get his way out of the ticket. And the officer is so nice, he goes, dude, you do not have to apologize to me. And he like for a glimmer for a second he had a glimmer of hope and he handed him the ticket. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, like I don't know why you're apologizing to me. Like, this is just what I do for my job. Yeah, I mean it's that's the point of it. By the way, we're under an hour, and I think I've checked all of the stuff that we were supposed to do. I I oh, you know what? I didn't. I do have one more thing. My feel good Friday, considering it's Thanksgiving, is a is a few pieces. Um, but first and foremost, I just wanted to say. I'm very thankful for my family, my wife, Cindy, Henry, Harlo, the crew here. Great, awesome, smiles every day. I'm a very lucky guy and very thankful for them. So that, in part, is a feel-good Friday. And I wanted to say I am thankful for you, Max Homa. This has been a lot of fun this year. I really enjoyed it. It's been fun to do. It's been fun to put together. I wasn't really sure what the podcast would look like. But I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for you being a part of it. And I think I speak for a lot of people listening when they say thanks for being so open and candid and human because it is not always the case with a, you know, a professional athlete and a social media star like <laughs> yourself. Well, thanks Shane. Uh, that's an awesome point. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week. I think one of the, if not the best holiday, considering what it, the meaning of it, um, everyone in this country celebrates it. I think, you know, it's not a religious thing. It's just a, uh, a good kind of tradition to do. I too, uh, am very thankful for my family my dog, my wife, I'm very thankful for you. I'm thankful you had this idea uh, to 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 get a grip for us to get a grip uh, <laughs> on not only golf but uh, sports. I'm thankful for everyone who listens. Um, it was uh, it's it's still weird to me when I see so many people respond to tweets or messages about <laughs> me and you talking about just the dumbest shit on like the planet. this, yes, exactly. like a steak walk. Like we've got a lot of run on steak walk. So I appreciate everybody for following along. You know, it's been really fun. Uh, first year doing this. Uh, it, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a shocking thing that we can connect with people and I, I don't take that lightly. So I, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. I hope everybody can find what they're thankful for in this crazy, crazy time we're in. But uh, I'll let you know that, um, you know, there's, there's, I always try to find some happiness, some positivity in something. And I, even as crazy as it's been, there's a lot, uh, to be, to be thankful and happy about, um, even, even on some bad days as someone who's missed a lot of cuts by one in the last couple months, I still, I'm still pretty damn thankful for golf too. So, um, I hope, I hope everybody, uh, everybody can have a great, great holiday weekend um i know maybe not everybody our family's not going to be here so we're gonna have to do this we're doing yeah, a zoom same. a zoom call family thanksgiving for like five minutes so it's a little different but you know at least we have the the tools to see people via facetime i guess yeah i mean it, the, the technology is has definitely helped uh help the experience of being you know at home or away from your family uh first dish if it's a traditional regular thanksgiving you're with everybody your first dish you want to go for at a Thanksgiving table is? 
Dude, I love stuffing. Uh, me too. Okay, cool. I don't get people that don't like it. Like it's it's like I don't it, it's perfect to me. And it's also cuz I have no idea what it is. I don't either. I've never understood it. I'm 37. I have no idea what it is. It is unbelievable. Why do we only eat it one day a year? I don't know. My mama had started at like a my last year living at home, I think, you know, I'd always talked about how much I'd love stuffing. I think she made it for me like some random other day, and I was so happy about that. <laughs> I, stuffing was my answer. My, my mom makes cinnamon rolls when, you know, we're home in Texas or if she comes out to Arizona or whatever. And the cinnamon rolls, I, I believe a friend of mine ate 14 one year. Oh, uh, my I mean, God. they are that good. I'll have to figure out a way to, to get you some at some point. But um, that the, the, the stuffing, the stuffing is so underrated. Stuffing is, is number one to me. I mean, I like turkey. Uh, but I could have, you know, I guess it's also maybe the stuffing thing is I have turkey all year, like at other times of the year where it doesn't feel as special. But, um, yeah, stuffing, stuffing, I guess is like, I don't drink eggnog, but I feel like that's like, you know, it's a, it's a tradition thing at that time of year. You don't do it or don't get it often. Uh, so when you do, you really appreciate it more, I guess. Um, but I'm glad we're, we're aligned there because I've just never really got the non-stuffing people. Yeah, it's it's great. And and I feel like stu- maybe stuffing eggnog is like the the OG pumpkin spice latte where, you know, before they were around, these were the the, the tastes of the season, if you will. When the season was changing, you got a, a chance to, to have a little bit of that before, you know, Starbucks and Dutch Bros and everybody threw the pumpkin spice stuff in our face. But happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy belated birthday. Welcome to 30s. Excited to watch you next week. I had your birthday present literally as you see my finger right there. You can kind of <laughs> probably see it. It's in a box. I got oh, bring thanks, it to you. Shane. I'm going to have to bring it over. Maybe uh, maybe I'll stop by tomorrow and drop it off so you can have Sounds your good. birthday gift. But uh, everybody have a, a safe, uh, a happy, an amazing Thanksgiving for what it is. Just enjoy it for what it is. That's all we can do in, in 2020. Uh, a reminder, I have no idea if Imperial does a Black Friday sale or uh, a Cyber Monday sale. But you know what? Just go buy a shirt, buy a hat, imperialsports.com. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Thanks so much for listening. As Max said, we are very thankful for all of you. This has been a lot of fun, and we will be back next week to talk about actual golf, golf tournament, golf. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, and, yeah, wash your hands, especially if you just took a shit in a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure, To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. 
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.